0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And
1: I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor, Digital. Katie, 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 it's Grammy week. It's Grammy week. Can you smell the glitter in the air? I can. I see it. You can it's see there. It. It's, it's like Goldschlager. It's Goldschlager. <laughs> it's like gold flake floating past us. Ah, uh, Grammys
0: <laughs> makes the people come together. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Madonna. I referenced two (laughs) Grammy Award-nominated songs right there. Um, Well, yes, it is Grammy week, and uh, uh, we have a special Grammy episode, because as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop and Grammy on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, as I mentioned a few seconds ago, it's our annual Grammy Awards preview special, special, special. The Grammy Awards are this Sunday, February 10th, and we'll be reviewing who we think should win and probably will win in the top four categories. Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. Plus, we'll chat about the performers we're most excited to see and what we're hoping to see on The Big Shoe.
1: Plus, we have an interview with a four-time Grammy Award nominee this year and two-time winner overall, Casey Musgraves. The singer and songwriter who is already a big winner is up for the coveted Album of the Year Award for her latest studio album, Golden Hour. So stay tuned for our chat with Casey a little bit later.
0: But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And... If you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcast. Let's talk Grammys. Grammys, Grammys, it's Grammy Grammys, time. Grammys, 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 <laughs> Grammys, 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 Grammys. Yeah. Okay. So the Grammy Awards will take place on Sunday, February 10th, live from the Staples Center in downtown Los Angeles at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on CBS. The show will be hosted by 15-time Grammy Award winner Alicia Keys and feature a bevy of performers and hopefully, as only the Grammy Awards can do, once-in-a-lifetime collaborations.
1: So on Sunday, the Grammys will present awards in 84 categories. Just 84. That's why I will be there around noon Pacific. Not t- I'll um, be there too. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in the press room because that pre tell premiere ceremony, that starts at 3.30 uh, Eastern, 12.30 Pacific. Uh, And that's where they start giving away those 80-odd awards, because you obviously aren't seeing that in the telecast. Um, But uh, back to the nominations, the artists with the most nods going into the show are Kendrick Lamar with eight and Drake with seven. On the actual broadcast, of course, you'll see nine or ten of the 84 categories presented on the air. (laughs) So definitely stick with me on Grammy.com to both watch and see all the winners from the premiere ceremony.
0: Yeah, and uh, the, by the way, the um, the Grammy Awards premiere ceremony will be hosted by Shaggy. Correct, um, friend of the podcast Shaggy, uh, who was nominated for Best Reggae Album this year uh, for his album that he did with Sting, Four Four Eight Seven Six. And uh, there will also be performances on this uh, pre-show as well. So, yes. you know, it's not just, you know, rattling off a bunch of awards. It'll actually be performances. it will be a host. So it's a lot it, of rattling off it, of awards, it, too. It, Yes, there's that, too. But if you want sort of the
1: full <laughs> Grammy experience,
0: tune into Grammy.com to watch the stream.
1: Please, keep me company.
0: Okay, so uh, <laughs> who are some of the performers we're most looking forward to seeing on Sunday?
1: All right, let's run down some of the ones that we know are performing so far. We have Cardi B. Brandy Carlisle, Dan and Shay, her, Post Malone, Shawn Mendes, Janelle Monáe, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Little Big Town, Marin Morris, Casey Musgraves, Katie Perry, Camila Cabello, will be joined by Jay Balvin and Ricky Martin. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, and Arturo Sandoval and Young Thug. Sure. So there's sure to be more performers in the coming days, so stay tuned. But of that crazy list, Keith, what are you thinking?
0: Um, well, I'm looking forward to a couple things. One, I want to see what they do with Diana Ross. So that should be fun. Um, they're doing that big 75th tribute to her. Cause I oh, guess yes. She turned 75 this year. Um, the, I'm looking forward to the Shawn Mendes performance. Um, maybe he'll bring up Teddy Geiger to perform with him. They're both nominated for Song of the Year for In My Blood, which was Shawn's single. Um, the Camila performance.
1: Sounds awesome. Yes. uh, And I love me some Dolly Parton. It seems likely that Havana will be the Camila performance, given the cast of characters joining her. Maybe it's Havana plus something
0: new. Oh, could be. Maybe she's going to drop a surprise album on us.
1: And you mentioned Dolly. Of course, our uh, guest today, Casey Musgraves, um, is involved in that tribute. That will be incredible. Um, And she's performed on the show before, but anytime Casey hits stage, very excited about it. Um, also, Katy Perry being involved in the Dolly Tribute is kind of awesome. And Katy Perry did a tribute
0: or worked, sing with Dolly at either the CMAs or the ACMs a couple mm. years ago. And
1: she's going to be at Music Hairs, I think, on Friday night, too, which is the Person of the Year gala honoring Dolly, Dolly Parton. Barton.
0: Hence why Dolly's at the
1: Grammy. I'm imagining a lot of big hair on that one, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I hope so. <laughs> um, Well... Uh, the one thing we
0: sort of the, the two nom- the two the two performers we haven't named that are not performing, which may not be performing, um, happen to be the two most nominated artists, Kendrick Lamar and Drake.
1: So, are they going to perform?
0: Stay tuned. Will they be
1: there? Will they be sitting there? front row, smiling? Hopefully, maybe <laughs> TBD. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so let's review who we think should win, and maybe probably will win. In the top four categories, Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist.
1: All right, we'll start with uh, the big guy, Album of the Year. Uh, we already mentioned that our guest, Casey Musgraves, is nominated for Golden Hour. She is nominated along with Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy, Brandi Carlisle's By the Way I Forgive You, Drake's Scorpion, Her's Her, Post Malone's Beerbongs and Bentleys, Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer, and the Black Panther album, which was executive produced by Kendrick Lamar. Keith, who do you think should win and will win? All right. I'm
0: going to limit ourselves to 30 seconds apiece.
1: Oh, my goodness. Do you actually have like a stop? i got out
0: because I have a tendency to ramble too much. <laughs> so I'm starting now. OK, so I think who will win. I think this is going to be a vote split. I think all the hip hop and pop stuff is going to split. And I think we're going to be left with Brandy Carlisle or Casey Musgraves. Mm. So I think one of those two will probably will win this. It will probably cause an uproar, but so be it. I think
1: who should win.
0: I think actually Casey Musgraves probably should win. I think that's well, just me. And that is under 30 seconds. Well,
1: and I, we have a lot of the same things to say. I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty sure that Brandy is going to win this, but I also think Casey should. So basically we have the exact same thought. Yeah. But. Um, uh, all of these albums are very deserving. Janelle Monae's, yes. I think, is possible. She's a real Grammy favorite, so I think she will probably grab a lot of votes, maybe win. Um, I would say that Janelle might be the most likely out of the crew of, you know, R&B hip-hop.
0: And you're stopping now.
1: And I'm done. You're
2: done.
0: <laughs> I'm done, so let's move on to the record of the year. <laughs> so let's move on to record of the year. Here are the nominees. I Like It by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. The Joke by Brandi Carlisle. This Is America by Childish Gambino. God's Plan by Drake. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 Savage. And The Middle by Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. Katie, who should win and who will win?
1: Go. I'm gonna be very quick on this one because it's the same. I think that I like it by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin should and will win. Really? And go. <laughs> That's we only nine seconds.
0: What, so why do you think Just
1: it was just the record of the year for you? I think it is such a fun song, and it crosses so many genres. And it is like when it comes to record of the year, it's the best recording. This is the best recording in my mind, best radio hit song of the year. Wow. All right. Stop. And that was 27 seconds.
0: I know, people, you're probably getting annoyed by this, but it keeps me on my toes. <laughs> okay. So what do I think? I think... What will actually probably win, and this is might be controversial, will be Brandy Carlile's "The Joke." Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be another vote split. I think, I think the eight nominees that we're having in the top four categories for the first time this year is going to throw a crazy wrench into things, and I think everyone is going to split. Katie is, is holding her biting her tongue. I think what should win is Childish Gambino's "This Is America," mm. and that is all I have to say
1: my one piece of input and I guess it does move into song of the year so it's a good transition is that I think that the Brandy Carlisle uh upset would more likely come in the song of the year category I so let that. me go ahead and list those nominees now uh we have Brandy Carlisle's the joke we have all the stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA this is of course a songwriting award so all of these songwriters are listed but I'm going to just go ahead and list the titles and artists here mm-hmm. uh boot up by LMA God's Plan by Drake. In My Blood by Shawn Mendes. The Middle by Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And once again, This Is America by Childish Gambino. So, Keith, talk to me about that one.
0: Okay, so again, this is kind of like record of the year for me. I think it's basically I'm saying that I think This Is America should win this. And I think... Brandy Carlisle will probably end up winning it because of another vote split thing. But I can see how the record and the song of the year categories could flip around because Brandy Carlisle could maybe win song of the year because it's more of a songwriter category, whereas the record of the year is more about the production mm-hmm. of the song. But I think what This Is America is and what it stood for and what it meant was such a moment. Where will they recognize it? I'm not quite sure. So I think should This Is America will the joke.
1: So I um, agree with a lot of those sentiments. I actually think This is America is very likely to win this category. Hmm. Um, I think that the message of the song is the important piece of it. And that is the songwriting award. Um, I also really like God's plan in this category. Just I think it's should. I don't think it will ever. But I think it's like some of Drake's most playful, fun lyrics. And that's, once again, songwriting. And it's a really fun song. And it's got his like catchiest, most sing-alongable line in the you say or uh you ask you love me, I tell you only partly, I only love my bed and my mama, I'm sorry. Best line, like, of the entire year. So God's plan. My last note is that probably uh Brandy Carl Carlisle will win. <laughs> After all that said.
0: <laughs> Alright, so we both think Brandy Carlisle is gonna win this category. Yeah.
1: Okay. It, it could be a
0: Brandy Carlisle kinda night. Oh uh, yes it could. And People, I fully, I'm, I'm looking for the Twitter <laughs> frenzy storm to ensue. Uh. Justice for Cardi, says people. <laughs> Hashtag, what about Drake? Hashtag, uh, you know, Grammys so singer songwritery. <laughs> I do don't know. Grammys so white lady. Grammys so white lady. <laughs> okay, lastly, let's look at the Best New Artist category. The nominees are Chloe and Halley, Luke Combs, Greta Van Fleet, her, Dua Lipa, Margot Price, BB Rexa, and Georgia Smith. Okay, so Katie, what are your thoughts on Best New Artist? Who should and who will?
1: Dua Lipa. For both? Um, I think she should. Um, I know that the Grammys are always a little crazy in this category, so the most like, you know, commercially successful person rarely wins this category um so Dua Lipa might be a long shot in that sense because that is definitely her and oh, not, not her <laughs> that's definitely Dua but um but I could see Greta Van Fleet getting a lot of votes in this one because people miss rock and roll and they that's the Led one Zeppelin. and only rock and roll mm-hmm. representative in these top categories so I kind of feel like that is a really pos- good possibility Okay,
0: so but you're going with Dua for Will and Should.
1: I'm going with Dua for Should. I th- I think I'm picking Greta for Will. For will maybe Will. Maybe Will. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going full on Will. <laughs> okay,
0: I think Dua is probably should win. Um, all of these artists are great. I think Dua should win, and I think she probably will win. I think that there could be some vote splitting action among some of the sort of you know R and B leaning things. Mm. You know, but, you know, never underestimate the country contingent. You know, maybe they could pull out a win for Luke Combs. It's so mm-hmm. weird this year with eight nominees in the top four. I think that's going to really make trying to forecast the winners very difficult. Um, but I'm just going to stick with Dua for Will and Should.
1: And I think it's worth mentioning that, like, a lot of people wondered why Cardi B and Post Malone weren't in this category. Right. And it's a lot of weird fine print. So, you know, eligible. yes, exactly. And answer. I think they would really throw some wrenches into that if if both of them were in there. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. And now it's time for our interview with Casey Musgraves. Yes, queen. (laughs) We caught up with the current four-time Grammy nominee at the Grammy Museum in Los Angeles, right near where the Grammy Awards will take place on Sunday, before she took the big stage, or not the big stage, the small stage of the Clive Davis Theater in the Grammy Museum for a special benefit show. We talked about her big year with Golden Hour, her thoughts on her nominations this year, what she's looking forward to on Grammy night, and much more. So take a listen to our interview with Casey Musgraves. Okay, you can have To Casey Musgraves and Hello. welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop podcast. Yes. Hello, everyone. Uh, you're, yes, <laughs> so many people. All the people. Everyone. Um, you're joining us for our very special Grammy preview episode yes. because you're nominated for four Grammys Just this year. Four. Just four. <laughs> just a cash just four. A four. Including the biggest prize quattro. of them all, Album of the Year for Golden Hour. Um, you know, this isn't your first time at the Grammys, but it's the first time with the Album of the Year nomination. So yes. what does that particular nomination mean to you?
2: Well, first of all, I'm just sitting over here like, what the heck? Is this, is that real? I don't really, I'm just, it makes me laugh because it's so, uh, it's just crazy. Um, but, you know, above all, it really is just A huge honor. I mean, when I take a step back and think about all the music that's been released, you know, in the past year, and just kind of getting an assessment of like the social landscape, the political landscape, everything that's going on. I mean, I I feel like you always see, you know, in pop culture um, a direct correlation between art and music and what's going on. Obviously, because we're all inspired to to write about it or whatever. So I just feel like it's just a really great time for movies, music. I feel like people are inspired again for the first time in a long time, but that's interesting considering that it's been a little bit of a chaotic um, turn of events in the last, I don't know, couple years. Whatever
0: do you mean by chaotic,
2: Casey? (laughs) What world do you live
0: in? I have not the foggiest, what you're referring to.
2: I'm referring to just all this craziness that, um, you know, whether it's weather or it's you know, politics, whatever side of the coin you're on, it's just, it's a little bit of a tumultuous time. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's really cool to see art flourish in that environment. And so that being said, being nominated, you know, being a, you know, being in a category where it's, you know, quote unquote, the, whatever they're they're um, hailing as the best album of the year in a year that did have so many great things. And in a category where these records amassed giant sales numbers, giant radio play. Um, and mine, mine didn't, it's just a different kind of album. You know what I mean? And, uh, I just think that like everyone is great in the category and it's very diverse. I think that's really rad. And I don't know, it just makes me feel like my hard work is paying off and that, you know, it just reinforces the fact that, you know, songs are songs, and and it doesn't matter what genre that you kind of step out of. It, it people just want to connect, and so that's that's I think the main takeaway from that, whether I win or not. It's just like, wow, this is that's a really big compliment. Right,
1: you're one of those eight people. That's kind of crazy. Year. That's yeah. really
2: crazy. Yeah, that's really really crazy. Yeah. Especially because I, I w- wanted to make a record that, um, for me, was different. You know, I just wanted to change up my my own um I don't know game play with some different colors and um you know it can be freaky to just kind of be like hey I'm gonna do something different like some people may not enjoy it as much you know what I mean but I'd say they did though it's (laughs) it's good news that they did but you never know so
0: um well you're also performing at the show Mm -hmm. um so we're less than a week away from whatever you are doing on the show (laughs) yeah so what are you doing on the show
2: (laughs) Well, can I say this?
0: Casey's looking at a publicist that's behind my shoulder.
2: <laughs> it will air
0: uh, very soon, like tomorrow, tomorrow morning. morning. I know that there's, the, well, there's a Dolly tribute that you're part do of. Oh, I'll say,
2: yeah, that's going to be great. That's like.
0: And then there's a Post Malone
2: collaboration. <laughs> <Yeah>. Post Malone. <laughs> Actually, I would totally be down to collab with Post posty i think it would be fun <laughs> i feel like he like, he kind of like you know he dresses western sometimes oh yeah he no he's got a country, he, he sure. has, like, a, a country vibe for sure a country i think isn't he from texas could yeah, be wrong no, he's with a that. southern mm. boy for sure so yeah holla um call me <laughs> whatever i'm stupid um so yeah i don't know so there's definitely dolly i'm getting to perform a song that i absolutely adore um it's one of her classics uh with katie also that's gonna be fun obviously fun with the outfits um lots
0: of s- sequins glitter may- shiny maybe things, maybe maybe
2: me never no. <laughs> probably not no um but then i am gonna get to perform a song that's very special to me and um yeah all i can say is that it'll all be all right
0: oh, oh a hint a hint Lots of, there's lots of shifty eyes right now so there so you're saying there may be more than one time there, we see it sounds you on like stage there is. you'll definitely see that. me more than one time and that could mean
1: so much
2: <laughs> yeah i mean you'll see me when i'm like ascending down on a like a disco ball, a disco ball saddle yeah. yes. there's that moment there's right. so many moments i can't even keep track a big, of a big all glitter of ball horse <laughs> pretty much
0: Maybe. no okay sorry
1: Well, um, in addition to Album of the Year, you also have nominations for two of the songs on the album, uh, Space Cowboy and Butterflies. Now, the chorus of Space Cowboy has such the clever turn of phrase, um, offering to give your cowboy some space, but, you know, not quite the Steve Miller Space Cowboy. (laughs) Um, That clever songwriting has always been kind of a hallmark of country music. How did that spin on Space Cowboy come about, and how did the whole song come together?
2: Well, the song... um part of the chorus and I guess the crux of the chorus kind of came to me whenever I was out at the horse barn one day and um I was with my riding teacher her name's Lori and she's a hoot like she's literally like the definition of a hoot like she's (laughs) really just this like outspoken but like salt of the earth person um I she's just a very special person in my life and um she takes care of my horse when I'm gone. And um, I don't know, she's just like a soulmate, you know, kind of. And I just really love her. But we were out um, at the barn one day and there was this um, stallion kind of just like going nuts in this arena. And I don't know, maybe he'd been like pin up all day or something, but he was like galloping from like one end to the other. And it was like kind of freaky. I was like, OK, like he needs to rein it back a little bit. Um, turn it down to maybe a three. He's at a, he's at a 15 right now and it's kind of free. It's kind of scary. Um, and, uh, he came bolting kind of towards where I was and, um, I was on the other side of the fence or whatever, but she said something and it like really, I don't know. I, I wrote it down after she said it. She said something like, um, move back girl. You know, uh, I was like, I was like, it's all good. The gate's closed. And she's like, there, she's like honey if they want to go they're gonna go and there ain't no <laughs> sense in even closing the gate like you better get out of the way basically is what she was saying You're and like, I was that like that right. is a like, metaphor oh, that could apply to many areas in my life so I wrote that down um and I just kind of sat with it for a second and then a few days later um so the song came in stages a few days later I got on the, a treadmill so they can't say you know it's not good for, you know, it's good for more things than just working out. I feel like I get (laughs) ideas or something. Yeah. So I step on the treadmill. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking, and for some reason, the words, um, space cowboy popped in my head and I thought, Ooh, that would be a cool song. But like, how would you kind of flip it around make it, you know, a little bit like unexpected. And, um, I wrote that down. And then a few days later I got with Shane McAnally and Luke Laird. And I said, I have these two kind of things. I kind of want to write this song called space cowboy, but it's like, space you can have your space Space. comma comma comma, cowboy
1: i'm an editor so i love punctuation me too
2: i love punctuation i'm such a nerd and it really gets on my nerves when people don't care about Uh, it
1: yeah and a lot of people don't care
2: (laughs) um yeah even
1: professional writers that i don't care about
2: it's bizarre like maybe it's an ocd thing but Mm. like i have to i feel like i have to use like the right (laughs) if you use more than two what is it ellipsis oh then i feel like you're
1: Get out of here. Something's
2: <laughs> wrong with you, a little bit. Um, anyway, so I was like, hey, I have this space cowboy idea. I'm not really sure, but I also have this thing, this line about, like, you know, um, when a horse wants to run, there's no sense in closing the gate because, you know, just he's going to go anyway. Just let him go. Um, and that, and we wrote that song really fast. That's crazy to that marry day.
1: those two things together like I know, that but it
2: weirdly, it just, yeah, it just, and I love how, like, the muse – can come to you in different ways like that. You never know when it's going to come and you you can't count on it coming again. So um, that's a freaky part of this job is because you can be really stoked and really inspired. And then the the next second you'd be like, I have I'm bone dry, like I literally have nothing. Mm. And then it can come from nowhere again. It's really cool.
1: Well, that leads nicely into Butterflies, which is such a dreamy love song. Thank you. And um, you've spoken about being inspired to write the song after meeting your now husband. Um, So what does it mean to have a song like with such a personal connection end up getting this sort of recognition?
2: Well, the entire album. I don't know if I would have it if I hadn't met him, Mm. to be honest. And I've never like I've never been inspired like that in a relationship. Um, I've never had relationship songs. But I think maybe I just, like, maybe I just wasn't in an inspiring relationship. <laughs> so it's possible. You know, but I was always a little bit anti-relationship um, songs. I was like, eh, there's a million of them out there. You know, it's already all been said. I'm not inspired by it. Um, and I just was inspired to kind of just write about other things mm-hmm. in life. But then when he came along, it just naturally, it kind of shifted my disposition. And it I feel like it opened me up and I don't know, just... Some walls came down that I kind of really didn't know I even had up Mm -hmm. and I felt more open to like just people and um, positive energy and like just the world. I kind of saw like the world in a more rosy way because I think if you're not with the right person, um, of course, you're not going to like really it's going to be harder to like let all that kind of stuff in, you know, so naturally songs just started pouring out after we met each other and we both were just like wow this is like you're my person you Mm -hmm. know and so it it's weird because you think as a writer I I can only be inspired by like you know sad or Mm -hmm. angry emotions Mm -hmm. or whatever sometimes but I'm really it made me really um thankful to know that it wasn't that for me it it turned into the opposite because I was scared at first I was like man I'm so happy like am I going to be able to make a new album and like that's such a (laughs) dumb thought and I think that can actually be a harmful thing for creative people because you think I have to be suffering in some way to be inspired and I don't think that's true Well, the
1: world is suffering for you (laughs) and
2: everyone's freaking suffering (laughs) no there really is so much out there and yeah (laughs) for sure
0: all that chaos that's happening that you referenced um don't act
2: like you don't know what I'm talking (laughs) about
0: (laughs) we're not naming names um okay so Grammys are happening on Sunday you'll Mm -hmm. be there did you grow up watching the Grammy Awards do you have a favorite memory or performance or acceptance speech or anything like that from back in the old days if you watched it
2: what's weird is I really don't remember ever watching the Grammys growing up I mean maybe that's because I didn't have cable um but it wasn't like the one show that I really remember making a big event out of was the Miss America pageant and me and my grandma would wear crowns and sit and watch that um and that was our like little thing uh, internet and cable like it's weird it really wasn't a big deal in our house right. Um, we just kind of did other things and it wasn't like that my parents were anti that um, but I don't remember ever hearing like oh the Grammys are on we have to watch so whenever I got to go for the first time and you know that was st- like your first that experience. was my first experience with crazy. it <laughs> and kind of even really getting a grip on like yeah, just the whole thing. And I mean, as I, you know, got into like young adult age, you know, I was aware of, oh, well, I heard this person won, this person won or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not been something I have to say that I've like, paid crazy amounts of attention to, like, maybe some other things. What was so. the first
0: year that you went? Do you remember, like, any of the performers that year? Was it, like, the um, year that Pink was playing?
2: The first yes, you won, it was, it was, was 2013. It was, 20, it was 20... I thought it was 2014.
1: Mm. You performed in 2014, Follow Your Arrow. Was that the first that year the where same, you were there? was the same okay. year, yeah. Okay, oh, wow. then you won your first two awards there, too. And, wow. um,
2: yeah, I got to perform Arrow, and it was really funny because it was right after Imagine Dragons, mm-hmm. my, my performance was. And I remember thinking wow, what a crazy time slot in the show. You know, the Imagine Dragons had, like, all this production and, like...
0: Was that the one with Kendrick?
2: Is um, that, or no, I not. don't think he was on that one, but ah. they would hit drums and, like, all this Fire. paint and stuff oh, yeah. would, yeah. like, oh, yeah. go everywhere and it was, like, really intense and, like, really, like, you know, exciting. And then <laughs> you pandemic to me crazy. and it's, like, me on a little guitar and me. it's me and my band. But we had, like, these light-up cactus and, like, light-up clothing... And um, I actually think it was really nice Because it shows how diverse the show can be yeah, You know, it goes from A to B In like literally two seconds But um, my mom was my date And it was just a really special It was a very special year I remember Beyonce did Drunken Love And I was like mesmerized that She was like right there in front of me <laughs> um, And I'll never forget my mom Right before they were gonna announce Country album mm-hmm. She was, like I said, she was my date And she was sitting next to me And she was like they were about to, um, they were about to announce the winners, and I don't know where she just is like, touched my leg, and she's like, "Hey, you know, I'm just, I'm so proud of you, but just make sure you don't become one of those assholes." And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Just, you know, just, just making sure that you don't just turn into one of those show business assholes." And I was like, "Oh." Thanks, mom. Uh, and they and were like, they and then they name. literally announced my name. I was <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> Peace out, See ya, mom. mom.
0: <laughs> See you oh someday. Uh, um, keeps me humble. Uh, is <laughs> mom? Is mom coming? At, with is there an is there, is there an entourage? Is mom coming in any capacity? this weekend? She is
2: not coming. They're going to be watching from down in Texas. Um, my husband will be with me as my date, and that's going to be special. I haven't seen him in twenty-one days, so. Oh <sighs> yeah! Then great. I'm excited.
0: Um, you know the. The Grammys itself and the red carpet is this, well, A, it's a melee. B, it's also a great way to, like, meet people that you haven't ever met before. Like, artists can meet artists and, like, we'll exchange numbers. I'd love to talk to you. Do you have, like, eyes on, like, oh, I can't wait to meet so-and-so? Like, have you even Mm -hmm. thought about that? Or are you just, like, who's going?
2: I don't really think about (laughs) that kind of stuff, honestly. Like, if I bump into somebody... Like I just hope that they're chill and like nice. Correct. I got to meet Janelle Monae recently at this Billboard thing that we did for Oh the Women. The Women, yeah, we were there. In- that billboard, oh, thing. Oh, I was yeah, there. duh. <laughs> I'm so dumb. No, but I, I met her in the hotel lobby. She stopped me and she was like, "Hey, hey!" And she could not have been nicer and just I don't know, more down to earth. I really enjoyed talking to her and I think she's really talented
0: katie has a brilliant idea for someone that you should work with
2: that <laughs> will be at the Grammys oh, this
1: sunday well, we were talking about all the people that are going to be there i'm like mark ronson should produce a song for
2: her interesting like yeah I think we're just spitballing reason, here.
1: honestly i think the reason is because that the new miley song he has like yep. is is just so veering toward country it's not there but it's like veering it those toward vibes it. for sure yeah. yeah
2: um that's funny we've actually talked about doing something and I i think he's He's obviously really great, so yeah, I'm down for any kind of a collab, (laughs) even if it doesn't make sense on paper. I think that that's what's beautiful about music is it can just it can literally be whatever you want. Yeah, so.
1: Um, you know, last year there was like a lot of controversy about the lack of female representation at the, in the top Grammy categories, especially. So a year later you're nominated for hour of the year. You have four other ladies in that category with you among the eight nominees. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the recording Academy has kind of taken steps to address those issues or maybe it's moving in the right direction in that sense?
2: I think it's really exciting to see the music industry as a whole kind of moving, m- moving towards, um, fairness. But I also think that uh women are creating better music you know what i mean so it's it's a, it's a com- <laughs> it, it's a combination of both you yep. know what i mean like it it takes women to have the balls to be unique um enough to be noticed but it takes somebody to no- to notice yeah. and to be fair about that so um i think it's kind of a bipartisan role there but i it's it's awesome to i don't know to see that kind of widen i think it's it's happening um yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's, yeah, in due time, it's going to, it's going to. And there's always room for growth, of course. For sure. I mean, yeah, totally.
1: Keith brought up something interesting that oh, 20 yeah. years ago.
0: So, uh, fun fact 20 years ago <laughs> this year was the so called year of the woman at the Grammy Awards, where all of the five nominees in the album of the year category were either by a solo woman cool. or were by a band fronted by a woman. Wow, really? So yeah, Shania yeah. Twain's Come On Over, Sheryl Crow's The Globe Sessions, Madonna's Ray of Light, Lauren Hill's The Messed Education of Lauren Hill, and Garbage's Version 2.0. Wow. wow. Way to
1: just uh, read those off without even looking at your sheet. I know my also, shit, Katie. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> also
2: epic uh, little grouping there. Of Seriously. Kind of game-changing albums. Yeah, like totally. Total In diva, their own right. Diva-dom. Yeah, their own
1: That's crazy. But
0: we, and then since then, we haven't had a year where there's been – all women, mm-hmm. and it was so weird. I'm like, really? So finally, in 1999, it was like the year of the woman. Even though the Grammys have been around since what?
1: Like <laughs> it was 50s, yeah, right? now
2: Yeah. It's 50s. Yeah. Wow. I, don't, I don't
0: know. I, I I don't know if there was a if there, was there a question there? It was no,
2: just me I telling. think that <laughs> that was like a fun little nugget that I'm gonna like file away, and I <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Oh, thanks. thanks. Yeah, no, I did. That was really cool. Uh,
1: um, so we've talked a lot about Grammys, but you are currently on the North American leg of your Oh, What a World tour. tour. Um, and, you know, last year you were able to tour with your Golden Hour songs when you opened for Harry Styles. But, you know, what has it been like to play these songs for your crowd?
2: Well, wow. yeah, it's it's honestly everything um, to be able to have a room full of people that really connect with the songs that you're playing. Um this tour has kind of blown my mind. Uh, I think that there's a lot of new people that have come to the party uh, through hearing this album. And it, it's very it's very obvious to me when we see these people and we hear them singing the lyrics. And we still do include a little bit of the old material um, because that is still very much um, me, you know. But, um, yeah, it's been really fun to put together. And um, the, the songs just feel good. I hope they feel good to hear, but they feel good for me to... You know, they're very, I don't know, kind of tranquil, you know, yeah. kind of blissed out. Um, I want people to kind of come and have like a little bit of a zen moment at the show. Um, you can't really expect it to be like crazy high energy, but ultimately I just want it to feel good. And, cool and be kind of a sensory, room. like I want it to look really pretty and yeah. it feels kind of dreamy. Yeah. Club Casey. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Maybe Club, <not>. K. <laughs> Club
0: K. Club um, K. Well, it hasn't even been a year since you released Golden Hour. Um, but are you already thinking about or maybe working on your next project or more new music?
2: Um, is, there, yeah, is there a, a surprise bit. album dropping in two weeks? <laughs> Feel free to it tell came us. out five seconds it ago. A surprise! <laughs> um, actually, I really do always like to have some kind of a creative vein going in some capacity, whether that's like writing or I just designed a coloring book with my mom. She illustrated the whole thing and it's really pretty. She's an artist and she literally did everything by hand. so. I'm excited about that. Is that,
0: that new? Did people already know about that?
2: Um, I haven't really said anything, but. I'll I'll post about it at some point, and I feel like is it's it it's like, an adult coloring I was gonna book. Say, it's oh, an adult coloring okay. book.
1: My my mother in law is huge. And yeah, loves. yeah, oh, yeah. And they're beautiful, so intricate. It really, it's
2: yeah, it's very intricate. But we've been working on that for a while. But um,
0: there could be music like a soundtrack to go with the coloring book. Exactly.
2: Yeah. But it's called Oh What a Colorful a Colorful oh, World. It's perfect. So anyway, it'll be fun. But there's a couple new songs here or there that I've kind of added to the pile, and that's kind of what I like to do is just, you know, take some time to. I don't know, kind of meander my way and see if I can catch some kind of a creative wind, you know. And um, I feel like it can be one song that sparks that. For For the last album was Oh, What a World. That was the first one I wrote with Ian Fitchuk and Daniel Tashi and the producers that, the co-producers that made the record with me. And um, yeah, so we've gotten to sit down once or twice between busy dates and mm-hmm. add a song here or there. And I'm really excited about the way that they, yeah, the, the direction that they lean. Um, so I think in March i'm gonna take some time and kind of dig around more in there and see if there's something that we can kind of
1: like latch on
2: to you know um i'd like to make another record that i'm really proud of i mean it's it's hard to tour and not rush an album i really don't want to do that i mean golden hour we really got to it it was a slow burn pun intended (laughs) (laughs)
1: Do you think that any of those new songs might pop up on tour or not so much?
2: Maybe. Okay. It's kind of fun to do that because then you get to kind of like really flush out like how you'd record them when mm. you do go in. But there's a beauty in taking a fresh blank canvas into the studio too and just tinkering around until you, f- you find something that you like. So I don't really know what we're going to do, but I'm well, excited.
1: We'll see. And we really appreciate your time today and yeah. good luck on Sunday. And thank oh you gosh. so much. Thank, thank you.
2: Casey. Thanks, guys. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much to Casey. I am I've, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know I'm a big fan. Katie kind of likes you, Casey. I kind of love her, um, and hopefully I wasn't gushing too much. But um, thank you so much for being our special Grammy preview guest. Luckily, I was there to keep Katie from In check. frothing up. Professional. Just
0: totally, <laughs> totally professional. <laughs> and now it's time for the chart stat of the week.
2: All right.
0: 40 years ago this week, Rod Stewart's Grammy Award nominated Daya Think I'm Sexy <laughs> hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart.
1: As every copy out of their knows, it truly is spelled D A Y A. Daya. Daya D-A-
0: D-A- D-A- Think I'm Sexy. All right, the song boogied its way from number three to number one on the chart dated February 10th, 1979, the first of its four weeks atop the list. It was the third of so far four, number ones for the singer and songwriter who had previously led the list with Maggie May. Reason to Believe, it was a double-sided number one, and Tonight's the Night. And then later, after Die, I Think I'm Sexy, <laughs> he hit number one with the all-star collaboration All for Love with Brian Adams and Sting. Katie is shaking her fist in the air.
1: All I know, for I can't, can't, one and all for Yeah, you can't help but sing it in your head when you hear that
0: title. Uh, Daya Think I'm Sexy gave Stewart two of his first three Grammy Award nominations. At the 1980 ceremony, more than a decade into his very successful career, he was nominated for three trophies Best Pop Vocal Performance Male and Best Disco Recording, a category that no longer exists. Don't you wish
1: it did so High Horse could win this year <laughs> for Casey Musgraves?
0: Well, we can, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can help. Yeah, we can help.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: Uh, both of those were for Do You Think I'm Sexy? And he also got a nomination for Best Rock Vocal Performance Male for the song Blondes Have More Fun. Stewart amazingly didn't win a Grammy until finally 2005 when he won Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album for Stardust, the Great American Songbook Volume 3. Funny how sometimes people win
1: Grammys for the darndest things. It's called the Makeup Grammy. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's this <laughs> we're so sorry. They call it a makeup call in basketball when a clear foul is missed and then the next play they just call like a really dumb foul. They're like, Here you go. It's just like a makeup. It's a makeup. Yeah. Well there you have it. Forty years ago this week, Rod Stewart topped the hot one
0: hundred with his Grammy Award nominated tune, Di, I Think I'm Sexy. If
1: you want my body. Rod was ahead of the curve of like making things easy to Google <laughs> because if you misspell things, it's like easier to find them. You know, he was worried maybe somebody else might have a do you think I'm sexy song later on, but his is do ya. Yeah.
0: Well, Katie and I, uh, we've reached the end of the show, obviously. Uh, Katie and I will both be um, on site at the Grammy Awards this yes, Sunday. Um, I'll be on the red carpet uh, talking talking to the
1: stars that I lasso. And I'll be backstage talking to the winners who come back after they uh, have gotten their big awards. So it should be a very eventful Sunday. Should. Uh, And uh, tell us what you think of the show. I was going to say, tweet tweet us us if you have some questions that you want to ask these people that you know are going to be at the Grammys. Like, Uh, let us know because we'll have access to your people.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, in theory. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Don't overwhelm me with gaga questions. I mean, I don't know. I mean, who knows if Kendrick will even be there? Oh. Okay, so what song should we go out on? Oh
1: man, the options. Oh my goodness, seems like something Grammy related. Maybe wait, have we have we already we already heard Cardi B? I like it. I just want to hear it again. No, we we we, we probably haven't played it. So all right, good. All Let's right. play it. Bye bye. Hey.